right, everyone, welcome along to another edition of uh, Championship Drill. We seem to be firing them out at the moment. I suppose the games are coming all over the place. Um, a bit of a mixer, though, I think, after uh, after this weekend is is over. Um, games won't be flying in as much as we come towards the next international break in a few weeks' time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Early March, I think. Yeah. Big times for Stephen uh, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of pressure. Uh, so I suppose we'll start with, um, I suppose the big news after the game that we'll come to later was uh, Bournemouth got rid of their manager after a horrific run of form. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Lads, when I see Woodgate coming in, I automatically said to myself, something's going to happen here. Yeah. And I was right. He's appointed caretaker manager or whatever, you know, but it's, yeah, it's there. I think it was the wrong call, lads. Wrong call. They've been great all season. I don't know they've been on a bit of a bad run, but like they've been, they've been really good. They've wanted some good players. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're on a like you said, they're on a bad run. But yeah, that that whole Woodgate thing was strange because we talked about it during the week where he came in as a coach, and then the manager's gone the next day. I think. Yeah, yeah. It Woodgate just reminded me. It reminded me of uh, that time, like obviously. Gerard Julio now is a different man to John DeWoodgate. Like he's an absolute yeah. legend. Um, but like when Julio came in to manage with Roy Evans, yeah, yeah. similar to that. Like you just knew that because Woodgate was at Middlesbrough and he was the manager. Yeah, obviously got sacked. That like, oh, there's something fishy about this. Like, is I know he... we get to the game later, but the first goal was comical. Yeah, yeah, was <laughs> there. But, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, I reckon Eddie Howe could come back. You think he will? Yeah, he could. I don't think he'll touch it. He'll stay away. You know, uh, I mean, I he stayed there for so long. I don't know who goes there. That's the thing. Um, well, one of the, the favourites is Frank Lampard to step in after leaving Chelsea. I think he knows the league. Uh, <laughs> he knows the league now with Derby. The league with Derby. He'd be going into a team that are, you know, possibly going to go up into the Premier League. It's yeah. not too far from where he lives. Yeah. You wonder, though. It's obviously... it's. You know, it's easy for me to say it's a step down having been a manager at Chelsea, but yet again, Lampard was wrongly sacked at Chelsea. Um, and when Chelsea start winning games, then they'll all forget about Lampard because the new manager is great because he's winning games. But if I was Lampard, I would I'd stick around another while. Uh, I'd, I'd hold tough another couple of months. And all of them, I get back into the routine and they like getting out of the house and, you know, having that routine. But um if I was to manage a championship club, then it would be Bournemouth, you know what I mean? But it's just... Um, you know what, they're going to come I up. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're, you know, I'd say they'll have to go through the playoffs with the run they're on. But the other thing is, as well, is Celtic still haven't sacked their manager. And everyone probably knows that's going to happen at some stage, probably at the end of the season. Yeah. So I he's hanging around thinking, that's the job I want. That makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like the whole Celtic thing, you know, it, it's mental. I reckon Rafa will end up at Celtic because Rafa's a family man and he's passionate. Like, and you know, he's he's kind of very kind of you know, he's open to opportunity. Like, I think Lampard, as I said, I think he'll be back in the Premier League, lads. I really do. I think he'll. Um, it's just it's a shit like West Ham and all these teams are doing so well this season. Aston Villa, like Sheffield United, are kind of struggling. But like, if Lampard holds tough, there will be a Premier League team that will come in for him. But look. If Bournemouth go up, if he takes the gamble and brings them up, he's back in the Premier yeah. League. He's a yeah. great manager, lads, and I think, yet again, it was harsh. He was sacked, 100%. Yeah. 
Do you think Woodgate has a chance of staying there? Or no. is he really only going to be temporary? Very temporary. He almost relegated Middlesbrough. Yeah. Yeah. Look, obviously they see something with Woodgate. There's obviously something they see. Obviously, he's uh, he's highly regarded with his badges and stuff. He's probably really obviously. good as a coach, like as a defensive coach. Yeah. 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 So we'll we'll wait and see. I mean, if he goes out and he's in charge for like three games and they win them all eight nil, like they're not going to get rid of him. So, Always well, happy. And then he'll sign the contract, then <laughs> even just start losing again. That, that's what usually ends up happening, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So we'll have a quick look ahead to um, the, the big game tonight, Swansea Norwich, because it is well, it's first against third now because, like we said, uh, we'll come to a later Bournemouth win. They went up into or uh, Brentford win rather. They went up into second. Um, it's kind of one where if it was like six weeks ago, you'd have said Norwich would have a great chance. Yeah, Norwich on very bad form. But yeah, they've what they've scored. I think six goals in their last seven games. They haven't scored in three. Yeah, Swansea have only left fifteen in all season. They've quietly had the best defense in the league. Probably three all. You know, probably end up being three all. Uh, Beneda is missing again because he got a two-game ban. So this will be his second one. He'll be a miss for Norwich. Um, yeah. Norton, I think, comes back for Swansea after his suspension. Uh, whether or not he'll go into the team or not after they had the, the good win out of Rotherham, I don't know. He might stick with the same team. But it, it's going to be a really good one for the Friday night game this week. Yeah, I'll be watching it. I personally reckon that Swansea will beat them 3-1. I reckon Swansea just have that rhythm, that, that capacity in the squad's incredible. Like they're really playing good football. They're coming good at the right time. And as I said... Norwich have been very good. They, they, they stick out them when they wins and, you know, they grind, but I think they'll come undone. And I, I'm going to watch this game. I reckon, personally, Swansea will take this one 3-1. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it's going to be a big one because if, if Swansea win this one, they'll be two points behind Norwich with a game in hand. Brentford are behind Norwich with a game in hand. Both those teams win their game in hand and suddenly Norwich are in third place. Yeah. It's... um. It's immense. It's this time of the season is the time that we love, lads. I reckon you're looking at the three teams there, potentially, that will challenge for them top two spots. I can't see anyone going to drift back in. Um, and You know what I mean? Norwich, Norwich are elite. They're, they're so good, you know what I mean? But it's it's they're going to have a little dip, I think. And um, it's going to yeah. come in the next week or two. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've not scored in three games. They, yeah. they were flying in goals. Well, they've never been like blowing teams away this season really a lot of one nil wins so it's not like they've been scoring goals all season either yeah 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 but uh, against Swansea's defense which has been so good it's going to be an interesting one especially if Norwich do take the lead in this one yeah it'll be very interesting yeah if Swansea yeah. take the lead you imagine they'll just shut up shop and yeah 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 it's gonna be a great game I'm telling you it's 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 one of them games on you know when you look at a championship fixture especially Friday night because we all want to watch something tonight you know but it's um yeah, it's going to be good. I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm going to put money on it, lads. I'm not a betting man, but I'm going to put a, a three, three, one win to uh, Swansea. Three one to Swansea. There you go. So we'll we we'll look back, I suppose, on the games that we just had during the week, and it seems an age ago, even though it really wasn't. We had the derby game on uh, Monday night football, Watford against QPR, two one win for QPR, uh, which was a bit of a surprise, I suppose, because Watford's home form has been immense. They've yep. ten wins in thirteen games coming into this one. You know, which is amazing for him at home. And then you had like Sar was brought down in the box, Deeney with another penalty that he didn't really hit down the middle, but he definitely just blasted it slightly to the side. 
But uh, QPR looked pretty good. Watford looked a little bit sluggish for some reason at home. There was the intensity wasn't there. Great goal for for Charlie Austin. Will uh, Willock's cross, really really nice header. Yeah. And it's first since he rejoined them, which happens to be his 50th for the club. And then uh, Adam Moore right at the very, very end with a great control and a really nice finish. Yeah. Uh, big win for QPR, this one. like Tough for Watford at home, but they weren't great, but they probably didn't deserve to lose it either. Yeah, it was a draw, yeah. I think. Fair. Yeah, I, like, what can I say about like QPR? They're a team I love to watch. They're a team that I love. And, and you know I mean? They have great stadium, great fans. They just... They never kind of reached their potential, like you know. Yeah. No. They don't. No. It's just and something lacking. Like they produce great players on the edge. They, um, you know what I mean. They, they, they've had some big players over the years. Like you know, like I remember they signed Charlie Austin back in the day. Obviously, he's gone back, but like that, you know, what I mean, they were paying good fees for them players, and they just yeah. can't get it together. Like they're, they're losing a lot of games, and you know what I mean. They, they, they can lose against the bottom four and beat the top two. Then like it's, it's bizarre. Days. There's no real balance there. Cease there as well, my one point. Yeah, they had yeah. some great players. Like, I, I remember when Harry Redknapp was there and all these players, they brought in some great players. And look, they got relegated. But it's yeah. it's it's QPR, they're a great team, great club. If they can get in the right manager, like, just say, for argument's sake, Sam Allardyce, someone went to, to QPR, or you had, you know, someone like, um, I don't know, just Eddie Howe. They, 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 they would really do well there, you know. So, they just need to get the right manager in my eyes. Um, I know Holloway was there a while back. He done kind of all right, you know, but it's 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 bizarre. Do you know what I mean? They could be back in the Premier League in two, three years if they get the right manager because they have no problem spending money and they have good players. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side of that, then Watford, Deeney's been scoring a lot of penalties lately. But this, this is the kind of game where, like you were saying, the other three where we have Norwich, Swansea and Brentford really, really going well. Like, this is going to be a tough one for Watford because this was probably where they saw well we get three points here yeah and then no manager you're... next week <laughs> <laughs> he's on the way yeah. Yeah. he was watching you, <laughs> you can fall behind those top three very quick yeah if they you know if they start losing home and games if they, want a, if they want a bad run of form I don't think they'll make the playoffs you know it's it's a it's a strange one because they they've probably got the best squad in the league yeah when you yeah. think of the the players they have in the whole squad. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, Norwich have a decent squad, Bournemouth have a good squad, obviously, because they didn't lose a lot of players either. But um, I, I have this weird feeling, Steve, right? I know I'm jumping the gun. I have a feeling that Bournemouth are gonna drop out of that top six. They could, yeah. So right. I, I reckon personally Middlesbrough will be ahead of them. Middlesbrough will go into sixth. Yeah. This weekend. Could happen easily. But, you have them, and you have Blackburn, who are in great form as well, flying up there. Fantastic. Suddenly, Bristol are creeping up. Yeah. Middlesbrough being kind of just... It's like just as Middlesbrough get to seventh and look like they're going to break in, that's when they have a bad run of form. And Rotherham will, just... will win the rest of the games of the season and get into the playoffs. Get into the playoffs, Rotherham for the playoffs. <laughs> Two games in hand. 26 points. Yeah, we move on then. I suppose Tuesday night's games, uh, kind of a mixed bag of games here, really. Millwall nil, Norwich nil. Very, very off day for Norwich. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, they did have a lot of Millwall, chances, but they just couldn't take them. They, they didn't really do very well with the chances they had in Norwich. I think Millwall had better chances in the game. The Hoare probably should have scored. He headed one over. Malone, yeah. you know, fired late on. And then there was that mad moment with Jed Wallace right at the end. 
Yeah. Did you yeah. did you get to see that with Tim Krull? I think took a throw in to try and like hurry it up. Yeah. And Norwich yeah. just made a ma- mess of passing the ball around. And Wallace found himself about forty yards out with nobody in goal and an open goal, and he couldn't score. Yeah. 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 asleep. I think Pookie's on a different dimension at the moment. Catwell was taken yeah. off. It's it's. They yeah. just look tired, like, you know what I mean? It's something bizarre, but I they think, look tired. This was the first game they were missing Beneda for after he got sent off previously, and they'll be missing him again tonight. And him and Cantwell are kind of like a duo together. And yeah. I think teams know that when Beneda is not there or when Cantwell is not there, we can put an extra man on one of them mm. and stop Norwich playing. But when they're both there, you can't do that. Yeah. So yeah. they miss him far more, I think. Um, like when one of the two is missing and they're struggling like you said Pookie you know he's a guy that could get you a goal usually from anywhere he seems to just be a little bit of off form at the minute which means he'll probably get a hat trick now tonight yeah you, you, keep, you keep him in the squad because you know what he can do that man could score a hat trick in the Premier League the Championship no problem you always keep him there because he'll always knock in the 10 plus goals but I just think he needs to step up he's got it in him you know what I mean we, we've seen it time after time so you know, this whole drought, I don't understand. I, I, he's he's an elite player to me when it comes to championship. When I talk strikers, obviously, you know, you put him up there with Armstrong and, and many others, like, you know, like even Ivan Tony. But Pookie's been around the block and he needs to step up. You know, I know he's up front pretty much on his own, but like, he's, he's Pookie at the end of the day, like, you know? Yeah, very, very good. Millwall then on the other side of things get another point, not a good defensive display. They're doing just enough to stay out of the relegation fight at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they lost Troy Parrish recently. Yeah, he's gone down the division, um, which I suppose I don't think they're going to miss him that much because he really didn't do much for them. I think he won a penalty, and that was about it. Yeah, it's it's look, look if, if they get the balance right, they'll be fine. You know what I mean? They have a decent defense. We spoke about their defense at the start of the season, they're, they're known to defend, but there's a crack there at the moment. Yeah. Um, but like you know, like Jed Wallace and Scott Malone and these guys need to do they need to do a lot more. Um, and as I said, if they can survive relegation, then you know, well being yeah. that's great news, you know. But they need the drastic change there, like you know, what I mean, there needs to be players brought in, players that go because you look at that squad and it's, it's just not good enough at the moment, you know. Yeah, no, no, they definitely need a goal scorer in there or someone to step up, like you said. We move on then to Bournemouth again, that ultimately got them sacked where they lost 2 1 Sheffield Wednesday. Um, sixth win in nine games for Wednesday, though, who were in very, very good form. Yeah. Um, Callum Peterson, uh, you know. It was comical. Terrible, terrible. I don't know what happened. Ridiculous kind of pass for one to Peterson. Peterson barely fucking hit the ball, mm. and it somehow went under the goalkeeper. It looked like he dived over it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It just somehow slipped under him. And he, it's not like he blasted it. He barely got his foot to it. Yeah. It seemed, it was really, like, it was really bad. It's almost like the keeper was expecting him to blast it and he didn't. So, yeah. like you said, it looked like he just jumped over it. Um, you know, and Wednesday deserved it. They were better in the first half. Half time, I think the manager made three changes and Bournemouth were, you know, a lot, lot better in the second half. And Sam Sturridge was fouled. Stanislas took the penalty. And then Juma had a real, you know, good effort in the first half, which is all they really had. Brooks had a shot that was saved by Westwood. And then a small bit of uh, controversy, I suppose. Sam Sturridge was true on goal when Dunkley brought him down and the ref decided it was only a yellow card. 
even yeah. though it looked to me anyway like Sturridge was clean through on goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, championship. I love it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's if you want your entertainment, you know, you watch the championship. I have like we have to give a special mention to Karen Westwood, lads. Yeah. This guy has been under the radar for so long. You know, he's he's I think he's 35, 36. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. we know him from the Irish yeah. International days, but great goalkeeper, yeah. lads. Great goalkeeper, and you know, he pulled off some great saves in that game as well. And he is because like I said Rhodes got the liquid for Wednesday, and then after that, um Linogo had a great you know, he missed the ball. It felt uh, it was kind of bizarre defending, like it would have just summed up uh, Sheffield Wednesday, the trouble there in the season, where uh, Leno just missed the ball completely. It felt to Lerma and Westwood made some great save right at, right at the end. But I have a friend who's a huge Sheffield Wednesday fan. He's season ticket holder. He goes to all their games, obviously not this season. And a few years back when Westwood was kind of first there, he was asking me, how is this guy not playing more for Ireland? Because he'd get the same week in and week out. And just how good he is. And the, the new manager's come in, well, in a caretaker terms anyway, and has put him straight into the team where he wasn't yeah. playing all season. And he's rewarded that. Like you said, we know him from the Ireland days, but he's a top, top class goalkeeper. Unbelievable. Do you know, I remember when Matt Coventry, I think he was at Sunderland as well. Like, Lee, very, very rarely messed up. Yeah. Tall, always fit, never injured, you know. Um, you know, great reading of the game. Um, you know, statistically he's done very well. Like you know, so always under the radar. Like maybe he wants it that way, but it's it's great, great keeper. Like I would be surprised if Kenny brought him back in. I don't think he's there at the moment because obviously Queen Kelleher's there and Randolph and the lads. But yeah. I know he was there last year. But yeah, great goalkeeper, lads. Always in shape, and 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 I mean a big boy. You know, so it'd be great to see how well he does out for the rest of the season. And you know, if if for argument's sake, Sheffield Wednesday did get ready to get it, you know, see who snaps him up because yeah. he's definitely, um, you know, he's definitely got it, but 100%. Definitely. We'll move on, I suppose, um, along the way, Coventry against Nottingham Forest. 2-1 win for Forest here. Big win for them because they yeah. needed to get away from relegation. Yeah. Because every time they seem like Forest are going to kick on now and get up to 13-14, they draw a few games in a row or something and get dragged yeah. back in again. Uh, Coventry though looked really good in the opening 20 minutes uh, O'Hare very good again, great run set up Biamu for the goal although he still had quite a bit to do uh, cut inside as well, nice finish but Forrest, I suppose they struck back early which is always a good thing to do and Miovi set up Grabbin for his third of the season yeah. um, Garner on his debut should have scored, he headed over Knockhart managed to get free nice, he was kind of surrounded by players wriggled himself free but hit the side netting and then Coventry made a change. Michael Rose came on at halftime for his first game in eight months. For his first game in eight months. And then um, Cyrus Christie put in a cross. Eight minutes after he came on, he turned it into his own net. So not the best comeback for him. Yeah. And uh, it was Coventry did well again near the end, trying to come into it. The Amu, Hammer here, all going well. The Costa for them looked really dangerous. But yeah, good win for Forrest. Very good win. Huge win. Huge win, and as you said, they're, they're kind of building up that momentum. I love Coventry that they never give up. I absolutely love. Oh. Them. I think that will keep them up. But yeah, yeah great win for Forrest and Chris Hewton. Yeah, they need. Yeah, it. it is. And you want Forrest now to win again because that's something they haven't really been doing. They've been going unbeaten with a lot of draws at times. Yeah, but it's and they put two or three wins together to really pull themselves clear of relegation. That's it. Yeah, it's twelve losses is a lot. Like you know, they've had twelve losses. I think yeah. seven wins. Obviously, yeah, there's probably seven or eight draws. Yeah. But like it's um, 
if Hewton keeps him up, which I believe he will, then you, you're going to see a different yeah. Forest squad next year, lads. That's, that Forest squad will not be the same. I reckon it'll be four or five changes. That's so it. That's what we're looking at. And, and yeah. Forest will be exciting next year because you will, he'll raid the Irish League. He'll get a couple of yeah. Irish boys in. Obviously, there might be more of a budget there, but I yeah. think the plan was to keep Forest up this season, realistically finish you know, near the top half. And then next season, we'll I'm going to see a different Forest. And you was the boy to make it happen. He is. He's, he's done really well because they, like, they've been very hard to beat since he's came in, if nothing else. But they, they just need to get those wins together now to like, drag themselves safe. Because the teams at the bottom, some of them are in the best form in the league at yeah. the moment. Uh, come on, one of them at the minute, Rotherham, um, postponed on Tuesday night. Somebody told me it was postponed because Rotherham were afraid to play Colin Kazim Richards, but it was actually for a waterlogged pitch, oh, yeah. which they managed to clear. And they played the game on Wednesday instead. Which yeah. was a strange one, I suppose. I suppose they had to um, the backlogs. They had to because of the backlogs, yeah. Uh, Kazim Richards and Waghorn, good chances early for Derby. And Derby kind of dominated the game in a strange way. But Rotherham looked really, really good from set pieces and every now and then on the break. Yeah. Um, you know, Derby's defence has been much, much better recently. They hadn't conceded a goal since January 16th when they lost to Rotherham. But um, yeah, set plays, Robertson and Lindsay had chances uh, from set plays. And in the second half, it was kind of the same. Derby looking good going forward. Rotherham dangerous on set plays. Yeah. Um, Bird have a shot saved well. And Gregory as well should have put Derby ahead. And the opening goal, though, was just a simple ball, like a diagonal ball that the defence just for some reason couldn't deal with. Yeah. Smith got the flick on. And um, yeah, that was it. Um, Iweki scored. Uh, Smith then got his sixth goal in his last eight games and then a nice solo effort from Giles which was right right at the end to make it 3-0 I think it kind of fell apart after the first goal went in they did and it was kind of a mess given how good they've been defensively at the minute it was a simple diagonal ball they couldn't deal with and yeah. they lost all their shape completely what's the, um, what's the new guy playing from the guy they got off United I'm not no. sure if he made his debut they've signed five players in the transfer window yeah I know they're saying the young player from Man United, the defender. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't play at all. He kept right that. He wasn't there at all. Yeah, I think they brought in players very late, so they were probably too late to make this game in terms of yeah. they wouldn't have been training enough with the team. He wasn't in the squad. But, but like, 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 Jason Knight, so like, when, when it comes to Derby, Jason Knight always stands out for me. Great player. Um, Colin Richards. Yeah, he's been immense. And, I, uh, good for I, Ireland, Darby, I actually think I didn't think Derby would stay up, but now I actually do. Yeah, I mean they're 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 in trouble though. I mean there's no doubt about it. We say it all the time that surely they won't go down, but they're in real trouble. And some of that is because of the form that Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham are both in. Yeah, yeah. Like I have no right to say this because I've always, as I say, I, I'm one of these guys that you know. I'm not going to say stuff because obviously we all dream about being footballers and professionals. Yeah. I look at that squad and I, I just think that Derby squad, it's a shell of what it should be. And I've oh, said yeah. the last season, now we know the situations with new owners and that and this, but there's, there's only three or four players that stand out in that squad. Did, did, did they lose a player to Liverpool recently? A young uh, player. Did, yeah. Yeah. Well, they might have. yeah. 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 They should have loaned them back out to be honest, but yeah. 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 I suppose Bilek being out injured isn't helping them either. And like you said, Knight's not playing because he's been great for them. Yeah. But a huge win for Rotherham. 
because they're really, really in some form at the minute. They look good and still have yeah. the two games in hand, Steve. So it's that's a huge bonus to, to have. When you're playing well, you want games in hand, yeah. you know. That's it, exactly. You do. And like you said, Smith, six goals in eight games. We always say in this league, you have a chance if you have a goal scorer and he's hit some form for them. Yeah. Crooks, crooks behind him is immense. And, and I, I, you know, I'm always biased with the Irish lads because we always watch out. But like Sally is out and Ogden Benny's out. And we know how good up. Like both of them boys are good players. They're really good. So you can only imagine a little spark when, when they come back. I'm not sure if Ogden Benny's out for the season. I'll probably be back by now. But, um, we have to check up and see what is the situation with the injury status. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Him Absolutely. coming back up, disrupt the team, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You don't know. You don't know. Well, it's true. Uh, we it's know we'll go to a team, team, two teams that are in real trouble. Wickham, Birmingham, nil-nil in this one. Wickham, brilliant. 12 points from safety after this draw. And Birmingham really in trouble as well now because both Wednesday, I think, and Rotherham can go above them if they win their games in hand. I actually think, I know you love them, but I think Wickham are gone, like, they're in real trouble. But I don't think Wickham expected anything else. I think had they stayed up, it would have been a bonus. But as Jerry said, if the fans were there, they would easily have another eight points. They would. Yeah, they would. It's, 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 I watch a lot of Vac and Femway um, on Instagram and, and there's definitely positivity there. Like, you know, they've been very unlucky with some of the games they've lost. Very unlucky. But I, I, I personally reckon they are going to struggle and I think Birmingham might go on as well as they're in real trouble because they're in terrible form. Yeah. Everidge um, on goal for them made a great save from McPezu. However, like Alsop and goal for Wickham. I mean, what a game he had. Yeah, he's Two great, great saves from San Jose. And there, was one, there was one save that was like, how did he save that? At the very end, it was, again, it was Colin. It was Maxine Collins' header from a few yards out. Yeah. And I have no idea how he got to it and managed to, to claw it away. I really don't. It was one of the saves of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Birmingham, Robert uh, got sent off late on for a foul, but, you know, they had an extra man for about four minutes. It wasn't like they were going to do much with it. Yeah. Um, not a great point for either team, but no. possibly better for Wickham after they got hammered by Brentford to keep yeah. a clean sheet yeah. was probably a good thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, no, they'd, they'd be very unlucky, lads. Jesus, you know what I mean? They, they have fought well this season, but it's They've been fairly yeah. unlucky, you know what I mean? They've had a few big calls go against them in games as well, with a couple of goals disallowed for nothing, it seems, at corners, a couple of offside decisions that have been very marginal go against them. Uh, they, they haven't really had that luck that they probably needed to be able to stay in the division. That's it. You know, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll get nothing but luck for the rest of the season. I hope so. Start getting dodgy. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Hopefully. We move on into another game that was kind of a strange one. Brentford, Bristol City, which was the final game midweek. Um, yeah. Brentford with the win. Moved I actually up. thought Bristol City played pretty well. Yeah, They did play well. Brentford moved up into second. They're now unbeaten in 19 matches. Yeah, uh, Had to come from a goal from behind. Vinder guided home Jack Hunt's free kick after just three minutes. Um, bad goalkeeping then, really, for the equaliser. Brentford oh, yeah. kind of just spilled the ball. Yeah. And, um, you know, from Fosu shot and Canos was there to level it in. Won one at half time and Brentford, as they have, as they do, came out in the second half and just tore them apart for about 20 minutes. And yeah. um, Tony, who they kept really, really quiet. They did a great job on him. Had one real chance in the match and he found the back of the net. And that's kind of his quality. When you have someone like that who only needs the one chance and he took it. 
and uh, you know got us you know tucked one away then as well when he hit the bar kind of played one two off the bar to himself and yeah. Uh, yeah well scored on 90 minutes to give Bristol kind of hope of a miracle comeback but it was uh, Bristol though they'll be happy like you said Phil with how they played Brentford just keep on rolling but Bristol haven't been in great form but they were much better in this one yeah um, it's good to see it, like, to, them to be playing better yeah. because they really, really needed their performance. Yeah, I like this could help now tomorrow, hopefully, to get a result. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. That's it. And uh, Brentford just look like they're going up. I mean, they are just, at yeah. the moment, they are just scoring goals for fun. They're the yeah. real deal, lads. They are the real deal. Like, you know what I mean? Jensen's immense. I, I, and even Winston Reid, they, they signed Winston Reid on one, I think. But like, he's a great player, Winston Reid. Um, they, they look good. They play sexy football. And these guys in the Premier League could be very dangerous, you know? Good. Yeah. And Tony has been unbelievable. I mean, when you think about how bad he's... Was it five, six games before he got a goal for them? Yeah. In yeah. all competitions? Yeah. It was starting to get a bit worrying. And then out of nowhere, he got the first one, I think, a penalty, and he just took off from there. Yeah. And he's been immense. And like I said the other night, he had one real good chance in the game and he took it. Yeah. He's great. Oh, he's a big he's player. player like so uh, we'll have a look ahead to the game there in a second. But what was your favourite goal from these ones? I think Charlie Austin. I think Austin too. I like a good header. And he, you good. know, his 58 goal for QPR. Nice time. Nice yeah. time, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll go Austin as well. Give him the 50th goal and give him the, the fact he's a veteran, yeah. great player. Yeah, your uh, your player of the week. I actually think the keeper that we were just talking about, El Sop. Yeah, I yeah. think I think his he had one of the games of his career. Some yeah. of the saves he's made. Um, I'm going to say Jensen at Brentford, lads. Yeah, Jensen was very good. Yeah, uh, best team. Um, Radro. Rotherham, yeah. 3-0 Rotherham, yeah. 3-0 as well. And the shock of the week would be QPR away to Watford. Right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to say Forrest winning. Forrest winning away. Yeah. Could be either of those, really. So we'll a uh, few quick predictions so before we go. And um, we kind of talked about this one already. Swansea Norwich. I think you're both going for the Swansea win. Yeah. 3-1. Yeah. I can see there's been a, a score draw maybe. Then Saturday, Coventry home to Watford. Watford 1 0. Yeah. yeah, Watford. Yeah, I'm going to go for a, a score draw on that as well. A lot of score draws here for me. Uh, Barnsley home to Derby. Barnsley. Barnsley. Yeah, home yeah. win as well. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth home to Birmingham. Woodgate's first game. Yeah, they yeah. should win 4 0, but it'll be a draw. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Bournemouth will win just with the. The new manager bounce and the fact that Birmingham are terrible. Uh, Bristol City home to Cardiff. Good one. Uh, uh, you think Mick I think Bristol City, to be honest. Yeah, I think Bristol City maybe been at home, although I'd like Mick to get that first win. Luton against Huddersfield. A draw. Draw. Draw on that one. Yeah, I can see that being a draw. Middlesbrough home to Brentford. Good home. Another, record. Two. Another draw. Two. Another draw, a lot of draws this week. Yeah, it's hard to separate them. I'm going to go for Brentford to keep on rolling, though, but maybe the odd goal in three, maybe a 2-1 win for Brentford. Um, a big game here as well for Sheffield Wednesday, away to Millwall. Another draw. <laughs> Another draw. I'm going to say a Wednesday, 1-0. Yeah, I think Wednesday might nick this one as well. Yeah. Uh, 1-0 as well. Preston, home to Rotherham. Rotherham. Preston. Rotherham. 
I'll, I'll go down the middle. I'll go for a nil-nil in this one. Uh, QPR Blackburn. QPR. QPR, yeah. QPR to win at home. Oh, yeah. Big call. Yeah. I think Blackburn are going to win this one. Again, maybe a 2-1 win. I can see goals in that one. <laughs> uh, what else have we? Stoke Reading. Oh, Reading. Stoke. Stoke. I think a, a classic. I think a classic 1-0 win to Stoke in this one. <laughs> and then finally, a big enough game down at the bottom. Wickham against Nottingham Forest. You know what? I'm going to go with Wickham. Yeah, a 1 0 2 1. Yeah. 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 I think Wickham could sneak this one as well. But it's it's probably the best game Forest could have had if yeah. they want to try and get back to that wins. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so we will leave it there, guys. We'll go away. We're going to go enjoy the match tonight, Swansea and Norwich. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday, well, Sunday, but you'll listen to it on Monday with all the, the weekend's results and yeah. analysis. Perfect. So thanks everyone for listening. Cheers. Thanks, guys.